I would like to acknowledge that the Teach Reach podcast is operating on the unceded traditional territories of the Matsky, Kwantlen, Ketsi, and Semihamu First Nations. Growing up on ancestral territory of the Taino people, and now as an uninvited guest on Turtle Island, I recognize the immense impact that the land has had on me. The land has taught me respect, reciprocity, reverence, humility, and responsibility. Through indigenous knowledges, I learned that the land carries stories, histories, medicine, and gifts that enable us to reflect and connect with ourselves and our communities. As a stories-focused podcast, I understand the value of investigating place and space to grapple with real-world issues. I seek to support the ways that indigenous peoples are using to protect their land and communities. It is my intention to continue learning how to properly honor and care for the place where I live. Welcome to Teach Reach, a podcast to explore human connections through shared stories. Teach, you reach. For the first time in 13 years, I took my summer off. It felt very foreign to me to wake up on July 1st and not think about the lessons for my summer school classes or thinking about driving to a full-time job. Now that summer came and went, it's already Halloween for Pete's sake. <laughs> this is somewhat of an examination of that workless summer. In short, it was a real struggle. Mostly because I felt awkward doing nothing. As teachers, the first few weeks of vacation are not vacation. They are convalescence. There is a sort of healing that is required to change gear, to slow down. You try to lay down the year, either to bury it or expel it. During this workless summer, we had a few things lined up. Among other things, we went to visit family in Montreal end of July. And guess what? Walmart already had their back to school in full display. The machine never stops. After every activities or family hangout, my mom would comment on how my son will have plenty of things to say when school starts again. And this got me thinking about summer, precisely summer vacations. My wife used to be a community school coordinator, and she often commented on how vacations can be hard on students. School can be a safe haven for some vulnerable students and those who have a difficult family situation. In short, School can be the community that some students need. And during the vacations, they don't have that. Moreover, there is a stress that is put, and I'm 100% guilty of that. There's a stress that's put on students to have done something during vacations or during a break. And the first questions that teachers ask students coming from a break or even a weekend, how was your break? What have you done? Did you go anywhere? What is some fun things that you have done over your break? 
the questions always revolve around having produced something either good, fun, interesting, or all of the above. I grew up fortunate enough, for the most part, to travel during summer vacations. We would go visit our family in Montreal or the east coast of the United States. However, between 1991 and 1994, due to the embargo in Haiti, traveling abroad became nearly impossible. Some people would drive to the Dominican Republic to board a plane to Miami. My family did not have the means to do all this, so we would travel within Haiti, our beautiful island. I am grateful that my parents instilled the love of my own island in me. However, I would often feel super embarrassed to reveal that I did not travel, more specifically boarded a plane after summer vacations. In the hierarchy of travels, going to Miami or the likes was the minimum acceptable place. Going to the countryside at that time was not deemed cool. Therefore, the questions about what was accomplished during summer vacations were daunting for me. I remember carrying a sort of pressure to impress or even lie about what I did some summers just to save face. And now, some 25 years later, I am realizing how I maintained the same schema. For so many of our students, the reality is they haven't done anything over the summer. So, on the first writing project, they have to mix it up because they feel pressured. Thinking about my mother's repetitive comment, it became clear that the more we did, the more material we would have to talk about. The focus is solely on the quantity, rather on the quality. And what about rest? Is it what vacation means? Or is vacation a series of photos to display, here's what I'm doing? Thinking about summer, I see more and more that time is a concept that we try to profit of. Time is monetized. Having a fulfilling summer with trips, activities, is like a return on investment on the time that we took to produce some capital. And summer is carved out for us to consume. Again, the machine never stops. How many times we come back from said vacation, more tired, emptier than before we left? I believe we have the right to travel. Sometimes summer, for people who come from far away, is the only chance they have to visit their family, to maintain connections. And who knows, those folks might be the first in generations able to afford going somewhere. Those efforts can be applauded. We have the right to travel. My main issue is with the fact that traveling, having done something, is some sort of barometer of success. To have a successful vacation, we ought to be elsewhere. And that elsewhere means outside of our house. Throughout the summer, I kept on thinking about a balance between performative and introspective vacation. We often focus too much on doing, showing, appearing, instead of being. I might be wrong about we. I'll change it to I. I often focus too much on doing, showing, appearing, 
instead of being? What if I could be more? Be present. Be now. Be here. Be intentional. Be a better father. Be a better husband. Be rested. Be enough. Be able to say no. No longer in permanent problem-solving mode. No longer stuck in the I run, therefore I am. So, to the question about what did you do over the break, I prefer how did you rest, how and where have you encountered joy. Thank you for listening to the Teach Reach podcast. This podcast is produced by Dr. Lemstein Productions, mixing and editing by Ian Lamb. If you are enjoying this podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give us a review on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at teachreach underscore podcast. For our regular listeners, we truly appreciate your support. Thank you. You can find more information about our podcast at teachreach.podbean.com. Until next time, Kembe Lapalagi. Hang in there. Don't give up.